When it comes to weight management, we tend to focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. That's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up today. Welcome to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com, your daily morning podcast, updating you on everything you need to know to win your fantasy baseball league. Here's your host, Brian and Trickin. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. I'm your host, Brian Intrican, a.k.a. KC Bubba. You can find me on the Twitter at BDEntrick, B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K. Hope you all had a great weekend, the final weekend of the baseball season. And special thanks to Jake Crumpler for covering once again over the weekend and even on Friday for me to get you guys ready for the final games of the baseball season. I'm here to kind of recap your Sunday slash get you ready for the postseason slash say thank you for a great season of baseball. So let's get to it. Let's recap a few things from Sunday. You know, we're not going to go over all the news and notes technically because those don't matter anymore. But we'll talk about some of the fun things. The 2023 season obviously coming to an end. Fun, fun day. All games started around 3.05 p.m. Eastern time. So you guys got to enjoy that across baseball. And then, um, yeah, a little bit of chaos. Nothing too crazy. But a few things of note. The Astros and Rangers, they tied for the NL West. And due to the tiebreaker, the Astros won the AL West on Sunday. Both teams already clinched playoff berths on Saturday. But Sunday, the Astros officially became the AL West champions. The Braves, they tied the single-season home run record held by the Twins in 2019 with 307 307 home runs on the season. That's pretty impressive. But what might be even more impressive are the Braves' just overall stat leaders in baseball. Ronald Acuna led baseball in runs, hits, stolen bases, and total bases. Matt Olson led baseball in home runs and RBIs. And Spencer Strider led in wins and strikeouts. No other team has had the outright MLB lead in more than five of those eight categories in a season since, since RBIs became official in 1920. That is pretty bonkers stuff there from the Atlanta Braves. Acuna also became the third Atlanta Braves player uh, to have at least 40 home runs and fewer than 85 strikeouts in a season, joining Hank Aaron and Eddie Matthews. Pretty good company there. So a historic season for the Atlanta Braves. Miguel Cabrera, he played his final game of baseball. Yes, he's going to retire for this season. Uh, the Tigers let him play first base for an inning, made a play at first. Um, he was relieved from the game. The manager and his children came and took uh, Miguel out of the game. Pretty cool story, though. Miguel Cabrera did not have a glove. He, in spring training, he's like, I'm not going to play the field. I'm going to DH or do nothing. So he didn't bring a glove with him anymore. So he asked uh, Spencer Torkelson for his backup glove, which a lot of players have, but when you're torque and you're young and don't have a ton of money, you don't have a backup glove. You have a glove, a gamer glove. So he let Miguel use it. And uh, after the game, Miguel autographed it, put a lot of great stuff on it. Uh, Torkelson says he's going to put that in his man cave and get a new glove for 2024. I don't blame him. That's one of the best uh, things you're going to find in any man cave anywhere. Zach Granke also got a curtain call in Kansas City as he left the mound for likely the last time, maybe in his career, definitely in Kansas City. Really cool stuff there. Uh, standing ovation, had to come back out for the curtain call. He actually smiled a little bit, showed a little bit of emotion. Pretty cool stuff from Zach Granke. Adam Wainwright got a pinch hit in the eighth inning to get his swan song in St. Louis, last time in front of the faithful in St. Louis. 
And then Brandon Crawford played his final game in San Francisco as kids threw out the first pitch. A lot of great things there. Uh, the act, Giants activated him from the IL on Sunday to make sure he could play. Uh, really cool stuff there. As, as, a long, as a lifetime Giants fan, Crawford was drafted by the Giants. He's been with the Giants forever from the, the World Series and much, much more. He gave a great speech after the game. You're not all Giants fans. I'm not going to bore you with that. But uh, really cool stuff there from Brandon Crawford and the Giants to go in that direction. Let's go over a couple of league leaders in baseball this season. We're talking home runs. Matt Olson, obviously, 54 runner-up. Uh, Kyle Schwarber, Pete Alonso at 46. If we're talking runs scored on the season, Acuna at 149. Second place is Freddie Freeman at 131, and then Matt Olson at 127, and Mookie Betts at 126. There's a trend in the National League there. RBI leaders in baseball, Matt Olson at 137, Pete Alonso at 118. Kyle Tucker's up there at 111. That's something to think about as Tucker went 29-30 on the year, nearly went 30-30, but his home run got overturned to a triple. Stolen base leader, Ronald Acuna, was 73. Second up in this one was um, was Corbin Carroll at 54. That can't be right because um, Asturias Ruiz had 60 areas. He had 67 on the season, so you got that going for you. I had to change the um, overall eligibilities on some of these categories. And then when we're talking about batting average leaders in baseball, Luis Arise, 354 batting average, followed by Acuna, Freeman, and Corey Seager. So some pretty impressive stuff there. When looking at the um, the hitting side of things, pitching side of things, your wins leaders in baseball, Spencer Strider picked up win number 20 on Sunday, followed by Zach Gallon with 17 and Chris Bassett with 16. Your saves leaders in baseball, that is not showing up for some reason. That's uh, because the um, that's that'll do it. Your saves leaders in baseball, Emmanuel Classe, 44 saves, Milo Duvall at 39, Bednar 38, Alexis Diaz at 37. Your innings pitch leader, Logan Webb at 216, Garrett Cole at 210, or Zach Gallon at 210, Garrett Cole at 209, Chris Bassett at 200. It's only four pitchers, 200 or more innings pitched on the season, which is pretty impressive as well. And then your ERA leaders in baseball, let's go back to 100 innings. If you throw at least 100 innings, Blake Snell, 225 ERA, Clayton Kershaw, Michael King checks the box there. You need more, uh, more innings to qualify, but those give you an idea of who led baseball in ERA. All right, last time I got to do it to y'all, PL Plus, PL Pro, it's great. I know baseball season's over, but you're still going to want to use utilize that to get you ready for 2024. A lot of cool new tools, a lot of cool stuff coming down the pipeline at PitcherList.com. But more importantly, even during the baseball offseason, there'll be great chatter for baseball, but you can use the QB List Discord as well at PL Plus and PL Pro. Start sit questions, uh, waiver wire, and much, much more. So go check out PL Plus, PL Pro. You won't regret it. We will go through some hitting highlights from Sunday. Brandon Drury, three for four with a double, two homers, three runs, and three RBIs. He finished the year very, very strong. And on the season, Drury finished hitting 262 with 26 homers, 61 runs, and 83 RBIs. Not a bad middle infield option throughout the season. Brent Rooker, quite the story in Oakland this season. Rooker went three for three with a double, a homer, a run scored, a ribby, and a walk on Sunday. Rooker finished hitting 246 on the season with 30 home runs. 61 runs, 69 RBIs, and four stolen bases. Good season for Brent Rooker. And then just because I have to do this, Nolan Jones, a combo meal on the last day of the season to get him to 2020. Nolan Jones, one for three with a homer, a solo shot, a walk, and a stolen base. Over 106 games played this year for Nolan Jones. He hit 297, 20 homers, 60 runs, 62 RBIs, and 20 stolen bases. He was huge on so many of my fantasy teams. I can only imagine what he's going to be drafted like for next season. 
Starting pitching highlights from Sunday, Tanner Houck, six shutout innings with one hit, three walks, six Ks. Uh, Houck had 16 whiffs and a 28% CSW for the Red Sox over his last eight starts since he returned from the IL. He was up and down, but 38 and a third innings for Houck, 21 earned runs, 18 walks, and 35 strikeouts. A guy that we'd like to stay healthy because he showed some definite signs of life, and maybe 2024 could be a little bit better for him. Adrian Hauser is a guy I've been pumping up for the last few weeks, especially for this final two-start week of the season, and he did not disappoint. Five shutout innings, three hits, two walks, five Ks for Hauser. He went through about 72 pitches. He had 11 whiffs and a 33% CSW. Over Hauser's last six starts, 28 innings pitched, 10 in runs, 28 Ks. He was a great streamer down the stretch for your fantasy baseball playoffs. And then Bailey Ober was outstanding. Started the season great, started getting a little worn down. They sent him to AAA because he's already maxed out his innings. Let him get right, brought him back up, and he dealt. In Coors Field on Sunday, Bailey Ober, six and two-thirds innings, one earned, two hits, no walks, and nine strikeouts. Ober had 22 whiffs and a 32% CSW in Coors. And over his last four starts since returning from AAA, Ober threw 21 and two-thirds innings, five earned runs, three walks, and 26 strikeouts. Going to be a very popular target in 2024 drafts. Relief pitching highlights. Evan Phillips saved 24 on the season. David Bednar saved 39. Alex Lang saved 26. Kyle Finnegan saved 28. James MacArthur saved 40. Ryan Helsley saved 14. Make sure you check out all the great articles at PitcherList.com. you got your daily batters box. you got your, your, your first pitch podcast with Nick as we get you ready for the postseason, plus his SP Roundup, which he will definitely have for Sunday's pitchers, and much, much more. The content will not stop just because the 2023 season has come to an end. All right, before we take a peek at the 2023 postseason, let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsors. Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom has created weight management programs that are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. So stop chasing health trends and join the millions who have lost weight with Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. And welcome back to the First Pitch Podcast brought to you by PitcherList.com. I'm your host, Brian Inchkin, a.k.a. KC Bubba. All right, this is what we got going for you here. Games will be Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday this week. Obviously, it's best two out of three, so you might not get some games on Thursday. It's going to be Texas at Tampa at 3.08 Eastern every single day. Toronto at Minnesota at 4.38 Eastern. Arizona at Milwaukee, 7.08 Eastern. And Miami at Philadelphia, 8.08 Eastern. On Thursday, some of the times can change if certain teams get knocked out, but for the most part, that's your schedule. It's going to be Texas-Tampa Bay, Toronto-Minnesota, Arizona-Milwaukee, Miami-Philadelphia. That's how things are going to break down when you look at it. And right now, not all the teams have announced their postseason pitching staffs yet, but what we do have, game one and two for the Rays 
is going to be Glass now and Eflin. That's what you got going there. The Rangers have still not, at this point of recording, announced any pitchers yet. Blue Jays twins, still nothing from the Blue Jays. But for the twins, you got Pablo Lopez game one, Sonny Gray game two. Nothing yet from D-backs and the Brewers. That's still up in the air. And then we do have game one and game two starters for Miami and Philadelphia. A little AL East battle here. You got the likes of Lazardo versus Wheeler in game one. That should be fun. And then you have uh, Braxton Garrett and Aaron Nola. So the home teams will be Philadelphia, Milwaukee, Minnesota, and Tampa Bay. All games will be at home in these series. Another thing to keep in mind for these best two out of three. And now when you look at the brackets for this, because they don't reseed based on how things went, because you know the Twins are the third seed, Jays are the sixth seed. Winner of that goes on to face the AL West champion Houston Astros, who got the second seed. That's where it really stung the Rangers. If the Rangers could have won on Sunday, they would have been the two seed. Astros would have been facing the Tampa Bay Rays. Now it flips. So the winner of the Jays and the Twins faces the Astros. The five-seed Rangers, four-seed Rays, the winner of that faces the number one seed with over 100 wins on the year, the Baltimore Orioles. That's a big one as well. On the National League side of things, six-seed D-backs, third-seed Brewers, winner of that faces the two-seed Los Angeles Dodgers. That should be interesting. And then the fifth-seed Marlins, fourth-seed Phillies, Winner of that faces the number one seed, Atlanta Braves. So all the NL East teams are in the one side of the bracket. That's a lot of fun there. Um, The way I foresee things playing out, and it's tricky, the Twins have not been a good postseason team, but I like their pitching a lot better than most. I'm going to take the Twins in Minnesota over Tampa Bay, and I'm going to take the Tampa Bay Rays over the Rangers. So it's going to be Orioles, Rays, Twins, Astros. Now it gets dicey. I'm going Baltimore even though they don't have the experience. I'm going Baltimore to take down the Rays and give me the Astros over the Twins as much as that pains me to see. So we're going to have Orioles, Astros. I got the Orioles going to the World Series out of the American League. And on the National League side of things, I got the Brew Crew taking down the D-backs. I love the pitching staff of Burns, Woodruff, and Peralta. I think Peralta is the ace there. So I got the Brewers taking on the Dodgers. I got the Brewers beating the Dodgers in this one. I like the Brew Crew pitching staff. A three-man staff like that plus the bullpen they have can go a long way in the postseason. Then Marlins-Phillies is a lot of fun. I'm going to lean Phillies just for the offensive upside they have. If they're pitching struggles, they can still score a ton of runs, but it's not easy. And then I got the Braves taking down the Phillies, but that's closer than people are going to think. So Braves, Brewers, NLCS, that should be bananas. It's hard to pick against the Braves, but let's have some fun. Give me the Brewers facing the Orioles in the World Series, and every TV department just cringed at the thought of that. And give me the Milwaukee Brewers winning the World Series in 2023. I'm probably going to be wrong. That's how this works, but let's have some fun with it. Let's enjoy the postseason. The regular season is done, but we have plenty more baseball to go on PitcherList.com. We'll have you covered there. Nick's going to be doing a ton of live streams. There'll be content galore. The Discord at PL Plus and PL Pro will be cracking. You're not going to want to miss any of that. But lastly, before we sign off, I want to thank you all. You guys brought me into your cars, into your, your living rooms, wherever you listened, into your ears about five days a week for six months of the baseball season. Uh, you guys stuck along. You guys kept cracking. I saw the numbers. I appreciate you guys. Um, I hope it helped. I hope you guys won some fantasy baseball seasons. Hope you guys, it helped you guys enjoy baseball in general more. Uh, that's what I'm here is I'm a baseball fan first. I fell in love with fantasy baseball. So I appreciate you guys for uh, for tagging along the whole way. Again, Jake Crumpler crushed it over the weekends for us. We have a little two-man team here. 
made, made the little engine that could just kept on trugging. So thanks for everybody for listening. Thanks to Nick Pollock and the crew, uh, Adam Howe and, and Miles Nelson and everybody else for giving me the chance to come to you guys five days a week. They trusted me with this machine. Nick said, hey, you be you. There's no format, just you be you. And that's what I tried to do. So I hope me being me was good enough for you guys this season. And maybe I'll be back next year. We'll see. Time will tell. But for now, enjoy the postseason. Thanks again, everybody. Hope you have a great one. And for the last time this year, this is your first pitch podcast. Monday, October 2nd edition. Hope you all have a great day. This has been the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, rate us on iTunes, follow us on Twitter at PitcherList, and help support what we do by joining our Discord with PitcherList Plus at PitcherList.com slash plus.